Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Practicum 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily Poulin, and I want to update you guys on the last two weeks here. So that's week nine and ten. Um, there's been a lot going down. It's been pretty busy um, just with my school and everything. Uh, and also, really sorry for this background noise. I mean, who this or not, I talked about my last episode how there's been a lot of construction going on lately. And I usually been working with my earplugs, and I just recently started to do that, and it's honestly been helping wonders, especially when my roommate comes home because I get so distracted when she's in the living room and has the TV on. Um, I'm just working off of our like dining kitchen table, so I'm kind of like right there in the middle of all of it. And I've tried to relocate to my bedroom, but it's just not the same. And my room's really small, so I don't really have like an area for a proper desk or anything like that. Um, so yeah, okay, just stop, so it's really good. I know it can be really loud and irritating. Um, so what has happened the last two weeks? It's been really busy, school's been full on. Um, my readings have grown. I was able to contact the librarian at Metro Vancouver and get a lot of articles sent online, which is so nice because originally I was going to have to go in to get them Um, and during a BOG committee meeting that we had one night um, one of the gentlemen there he actually offered to go into the library for for me and scan everything because with KPU's COVID protocols and just everything going on I'm actually not required to go in person to anything um Pretty much everything that I'm allowed to do must be done online. So he had offered to go into the library for me and scan everything and then send it to me. And that was so nice of him. But I actually was able to get all the information just from calling the librarian. And then I sent them an email and they were able to email me everything. um, And they wouldn't pretty much scan it all for me. So, so nice. That worked out well. Um... They sent me like 15 different articles, so it was a lot. Definitely just been reading a lot and um, sitting and reading and just kind of, uh, again, like scanning everything and just kind of um, taking it out. And my my process in that is really just highlighting everything, copying, pasting into another document. And then I kind of go in there and just make sure that I have all the references um, and the dates, and then whenever I see, like, a, because I'm building a timeline for the blog, um, a historical event or a date, I'll just highlight that, and I'll put in the date, like, the year in bold, so it just kind of stands out a bit more, and then eventually I will go back and take all the highlighted bold, um, print and put it into the timeline document that I have running, and then I'll just kind of, like, go and down in chronological order and make sure that all the dates line up um and then I have the references there so I can kind of like reference back to what post and what article it was from and yeah so we had a blog committee meeting that was lovely of course it was on zoom call um and yeah it was it was cool to see how the committee works together and how they kind of like delegate the time 
and one person takes notes, another person has the hours and like the timing of it. So everything is pretty much broken down into um, like sections that have allocated time slots. And then um, at the end of the first hour, they decided that they were going to go with their budgets and everything and that they didn't want uh, Sarah and I. And Sarah, if you remember, she is a student from SFU doing her master's and her master's is on wetlands and she basically is doing more of kind of like the science and um, like biology side of the bog and what needs to be done to help preserve it and she's going to be figuring out the state of the bog and seeing how um, like how healthy it is or how much it needs help that kind of stuff so she has been really it's cool kind of having like another student working with the committee and like kind of being involved I'm not the only one uh, so her and I left the meeting after about an hour or so and um yeah it was just like interesting to kind of hear all of their uh like intake on how they run their bog committee because again like I said it's all volunteer based no one's getting paid for it they're just kind of doing their thing to make sure that they have their stuff that needs to be get to get done and yeah that was interesting and um I kind of again just like told them where I was at and how I can best suit them and then they said that they had um, you know, there's been some sort of timeline made beforehand, so I've been trying to kind of get my hands on that. There was one article that posted, um, a chronological, like, very brief, um, snippet of things, and so I was able to get my hands on that, and I just kind of copied and pasted into my doc and have been using it as a reference so that I can just see kind of like what has been in the past significant enough to be documented and a lot of it I already have written down so that's great and then they had um some more information that I hadn't had either so I was able to kind of use that to google search some more which was great um and yeah this Last two weeks, I've honestly finally can say I, like, finished all the readings, which was great. And I think that just felt really nice to get done. And um, I'm now going to be going and just kind of, like, organizing all the information and how I just said before in that process of getting everything organized and into a better, like, visually stimulating um, document so that I can work from that and put it into the next one and yeah I just have like a bunch of google docs running and I don't really know if that's like the best system or not it seems to work well for me I would assume that people have their own method and especially like being in university for a few years now you kind of learn what works for you and what doesn't work for you and for me I kind of have to do like time batching so I will just like my first like weeks here I've just been reading 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 and then like a little bit of creating timelines and organizing things and I originally was doing a PowerPoint presentation um, I'm just putting everything into slides because I kind of like visually like to see that and 
what I picture for this blog, I can see it in my mind and how I want it to look, but when I'm just reading like all these articles, I start to kind of like forget what that's like. So I like to see the PowerPoint just to kind of continue to remind me of that visual that I have going in my head. Um, and then also just making sure that I am being really careful to remember the references and where this information came from, which article. I don't want to have to go back and try to figure that out. Um, so yeah, that's been really great. And then the um, there was a website that my practicum teacher, Greg Chan, had had pointed out to me. It was called Time Nights. And I tried to use their Excel spreadsheet to create a timeline, and I found it was just really finicky. Um, and just not exactly what I was hoping for because I don't think I have the information that it kind of wants and I think that would like work best for that isn't really kind of what I have. Like I think I have too much information to kind of ex to kind of streamline it into that type of a timeline if that makes sense. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what my timeline is going to look like to be totally honest. Um, I feel like it's a really big job for me to have done all by myself and within this time. Like, I don't think I have enough time to really do something like that, to be completely honest. I think that because I had to kind of go and find all this information, that took up so much time, right? Like, we're, we're like week 10, I only had like two weeks left. And the this entire time, I've pretty much just been focusing on gathering like all the historical information that's, that's happened and there's been a lot right because Fort Langley was one of the first points of the um of the First Nations to come and build a fort and there's just so much like historical information I guess on this area and so there's so much to learn so much to read about and it's hard to even like cut certain things out because I get excited and I want to add more and more but just trying to really focus on the bog and then again it's like there's so much historical stuff about it but I'm also trying to merge it into becoming a um like a social justice piece and to kind of really get climate change um, intertwined into all of the stuff that I'm trying to talk about and the reasoning why it's really important that people are protecting the bog and kind of putting more effort into preserving it. And, you know, one of the greatest things that I've learned about with the bog itself is that um, the peatlands in Canada are one of the fewest in the world. And we have we account for like 70% of the worlds, but it's also just so, so, so small, the amount that exists. And because a lot of it was peat mined over the years, um, in Russia as well, actually, um, it, like in Canada and Russia, I think are the two major countries that have done peat extraction. And not a lot of it exists, but it holds so much more carbon than trees do and like I mean like forests and so it's actually like it's probably one of the biggest carbon storages in the world and I don't think that's really well known or talked about so I want to try to really emphasize that and especially just as we are like climate change is pretty much over 
empowering us right now. Um, it's one of the biggest things that we can really do to help prevent it and slow it down. And the bog itself needs a lot of tender love and care. So yeah, I think that it's just kind of like two projects, like doing all this historical evidence or historical work and trying to really like find all these archive information and then also trying to bring it forward and talk about climate change and carbon storage and how CO2 in the atmosphere actually gets stored away through the bog and their ability to take it out. And yeah, I think it's just um, learning about both of those has been a lot of uh, time consuming. And then again, so if I'm doing all of that and then I need to also create like an entire project of a timeline, it's just a bit of a, it's a lot. Um, so I don't really know yet if Yoakum is just all right with me kind of leaving like a working document, like a living working document that they can continue to um, work towards and and use for a future, I guess, like presentation or documentation that they're able to uh, create more professionally and to really maybe publish it or um, use it to gain more traction and social awareness and I think that even I can continue to work with them as a volunteer um, after the practicum and just kind of be assistance where I can to just kind of like continue this project because I, it does mean a lot to me now that I've been involved with it for so long and kind of understanding how important the bog is in terms of climate change. I think that like I really do care about this and I want to see it through. I just don't know exactly what my end project is going to look like and that sounds really scary because it's due in like three weeks now. So I just got to make sure that I'm staying really consistent and that um, yeah, and like hopefully Yoakum can kind of help me out a bit here and just share with me the expectation because we don't really know yet. And like every time we talk, a lot of it's just kind of like theorizing on exactly like what it could be and what it could look like and the great ideas we have and all the hopes we have for the future of this bog and what we want people to do with the information that we're trying to provide and create for them. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, it's just sometimes difficult to actually get it all digitalized, I guess you could say. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what's going on with myself right now in the last two weeks here. Um, for the the last two weeks too, I've been doing the readings for my practicum within my course, um, and a lot of it's on professional communications, and the one part that I think I really have been trying to think about is the you, you attitude, you view, um, that's section four in the writing, and I, I definitely feel like that's kind of why I have been chosen to work on the bog here and when it comes to like social justice and um, social awareness and just kind of getting the communities involved and bringing more of the bog and climate change to the forefront is just really trying to like 
see it through the reader's interests and perspectives and I myself feel like that's kind of what I'm most interested in is like learning about attitudes and behavior and trying to understand that better and use it to create a lot of like social awareness around important issues and I you know like in the communities that I live and work in I think climate change is something that a lot of people care about and they're well aware of but in the general public and the scheme of things it's not really necessarily on people's agendas or really taking much of their mental real estate so I think that just trying to like create something that is of interest to other people because sometimes these issues aren't necessarily like although you might find them really interesting other people may not um so when I am doing my reading and my skimmings of the articles for the blog, I'm trying to think of it like, okay, so what would be interesting for like a general population? What would be interesting for some children? What would be interesting for adults? And it's hard sometimes to like put your mind in into that like perspective because it's you don't really know, right? Um, it's almost like it'd be cool to have a couple different timelines where you have one for you know, more, like, sophisticated adults who might be more interested in, like, the really nitty-gritty historical tidbits, and you might want one for children so that they can have more of, like, a really general, basic, um, like, timeline history of certain events so they can remember them and tell them things that might be more, like, funny or interesting to a child. Um, and, yeah, I think I have, like, a pretty important role to really help um get this information across and to let the reader understand it and to want to act in response towards it and I think that's really cool and I'm really excited for that part but yeah I'm just trying to understand how I can better like phrase my wording um and it become really positive and not negative and I think that with climate change it's sometimes difficult to well to like to try to get people encouraged um to act through positive through positivity um so just trying to like really think about that when I am like phrasing things in the future and going ahead and trying to talk about um the reason why the bog is really important and just try to make sure that it comes across as helpful as opposed to a negative um and that's pretty much it, I think, for the week. Sorry, I'm just trying to look over here. And, yeah, um, I'm going to wrap it up and leave it at that. Hope you guys are doing well and enjoyed this episode. Just trying to let you guys know what's going on, be real with you. And until next time, bye.